0: Freaks, it's late. Well, it was it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? Today's Tuesday. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's almost six days late. We recorded this last week live in Miami on the open s- source stage. Matt and I did. We were joined by Wiz, Craig Raw, Steve Barber, came up. We got heckled by a bunch of Bens. The Bens are becoming a big problem. A big problem, freaks. The bends are becoming a big problem. That's all I'm going to say. They need to be taken care of. I, I couldn't. I was blinded by the stage lights during this recording, so I couldn't see how many of them were back there. But there were a lot of them holding up signs, heckling, disrupting. The bends are a problem. A big problem. Enjoy this script. Yes, sir. was brought to you. By our good friends at Unchained Capital. Unchained Capital is here to help you eliminate single points of failure in your Bitcoin security model and to give you financial services so that you can use your Bitcoin to do cool things. like Use it as collateral to get dollar liquidity if you need it. You don't have to sell your Bitcoin, you can put Bitcoin up as collateral. It's good for taxes too that way. They have an IRA product. and Of course, they have their, their Volt product. Is a two to three multi-sig collaborative custody model. You hold well, two keys, excuse me. Unchained holds one. You always have control over your UTXOs in the vault. Or if you're ever in the pinch, Unchained is there to be the second in the two to three multi-sig quorum. They have a white glove concierge service it's going to take you from zero to having that set up with a thousand cuck bucks worth of sats in it. Tell them the TFTC sent you. You're going to get fifty dollars off that package. Go to Unchained.com. Unchained. I need to enunciate. Make sure I'm driving people to the right websites. Unchained.com. Check out everything they have going on. This room is also brought to you by good friends at Brains. Brains. Hung out with the Brains team a lot. Last couple weeks in Houston. We had Edward Evenson there. BTC Gandalf was there. Last week in Miami, Edward Everson, excuse me, Evenson. He doesn't like when I mess up his name intentionally. Uh, he was there following me around Miami as well. He wasn't whipping uh, firmware devs to get the, the What's Miners out. I saw Daniel, our boy Dan Frumps. I saw Jan as well. The brain share behind brains. The brains behind brains, if you will. The man is bringing you. The firmware that helps you stack more sats with your hash. If you have an ASIC and it's compatible with brains OS plus firmware, and you're not using it, you're u- you're leaving sats on the table. It's as simple as that. This is what the brains team does. It's not just me just saying brains. They actually make shit. They're a team behind Slushpool. They make this firmware. They have insights.brains.com. That's brains with two eyes. I n s i g h T-S dot B-R-A-I-I-N-S com is their mining data page. Everything you need to know about the mining industry is there. Brains.com is their regular website. You can learn about SlushPool. You can learn about the mining metrics. They have a blog. and Of course, you can learn about the firmware. Again, you have an ASIC that's compatible with this firmware. and You're not using it. You're leaving Sats on the table. How do you want to increase your your the productivity of your mining operation without pouring any more capex into it, you simply download the Brains OS Plus firmware. Very, very simple. Go check it out. Everything they got going on, brains.com. This room was also brought to you by our good friends at Huddle Huddle. Huddle Huddle is here to bring you a no KYC AML lending platform that allows you to use your Bitcoin as collateral to get stablecoin liquidity. You go to lend.hodlhodl.com, L E N D dot H O D L H O D L. .com. You put your Bitcoin up into a multi sig account. You hold one key. Your counterparty holds a key. Hoddle Hoddle holds the third key. You put your Bitcoin up as collateral. You get stablecoin liquidity. You go spend that however you see fit. As long as you're paying that loan back plus the interest, you're going to get your SATs back at the end of the day. And since you have one key in that two or three multi sig quorum, you have visibility into the escrow accounts throughout the duration of the loan you know that those bitcoins are not being rehypothecated so you're going to have certainty that your sats are going to be there when you pay back the loan plus the interest at the end of the day and they're going to be sent back to you so go check everything that they've gone on at lend.hodlhodl.com they've also got Huddlehuddle as a decentralized exchange as well no KYC no AML they're doing incredible things out of Latvia Whew. Enjoy this trip. It was a good one. Love you, freaks. Okay. You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free.
1: If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts.
2: So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that. In a
3: world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor.
1: I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. Probably should be. be. The keynote.
2: makes it easier in a way. You can't see anyone. You don't know what they think.
1: Oh,
0: our mics are on. I guess we're going. What is up, freaks? (laughs) What is up, Miami? (laughs) Yeah. I want to start, because I'm a proud co-host. Let's give it up for Matt O'Dell for organizing this room here. Uh,
1: Thank you, brother. Truly special. Yeah, incredible job, dude. This is the largest in-person Rabbit Hole recap we've ever done. Yeah. Congrats, you're all part of history. Somebody note the block,
0: and uh, we'll write that down somewhere. Uh, We're joined by Craig Raw and Wiz. Uh, Steve Barber's supposed to be up here. Uh, But he's not here, so if he wanders in, send him to get a mic. But (laughs) this is RHR. We have 40 minutes. When we do these live shows, uh, we usually do a different format where we have a few topics that we want to talk about. Matt and I haven't even talked about topics, and then we'll open it up to Q&A. Wait,
1: raise your hand if you have no idea what Rabbit Hole Recap is. Awesome. Oh. Welcome. Okay, so Rabbit Hole Recap is our weekly news show, weekly news. Bitcoin News Show. We've been doing it for over three years now.
0: Four years, September, I believe.
1: Yeah. So if you like Bitcoin, you should check that. If you like this, you know, go check it out. Maybe consider it. But yeah, as Marty said, we're just kind of going to, we're going to shoot the shit and then we're going to do a Q&A. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's give another shout out to Wiz for doing a pirate live stream in this room. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, uh,
4: thanks to Jack for retweeting my uh, pirate live stream at <laughs> the open source stage. I think it was an idea I had about two in the morning last night. I'm like, why is there no live stream? Let's just go to Target and Best Buy, buy a camera and plug it in and set it up. And
0: so we did it. Yeah. We <laughs> could spin up your own ISP. I think you can figure out a live stream in 12 hours. It's very impressive. So. Where's there's two ISPs now? Two.
4: <laughs> well, technically, mempool.space is uh, its own ISP now, yeah. Okay. So
0: we kind of spun that off into its own. Uh, sub-ISP in a way. Why don't we talk about that? You you recently added a mining page to mempool.space.
4: Yeah, we went down to Nashville uh, last week with Matt and Rod um, organizing the Nashville meetup down there. And um, we had a really nice crowd, about, what, 100 people, maybe more? Yeah, there was a tornado warning. We didn't... So 100 was a good showing. I'm yeah, proud. it was pouring outside. Yeah. And, um, but it was a great show. I mean, it was just me, Rod, Matt on stage, and we were just trolling each other. We actually forgot there was like an audience there and we were having so much fun. I don't
1: know how many hours we were talking, but it was a great show. But yeah, he announced the, so Wiz is the lead maintainer, one one of the co-founders of mempool.space and one of the co-maintainers of the open source mempool project, um, where you can, and he has, he rented a TV and put it up over there with a live look at um, his mempool. Yeah, we don't have a
4: booth in the conference this year, so uh, we just rented a TV and stuck it in the corner over there. <laughs>
1: And, and we, have, uh, we have Craig Raw here, who is um, the lead maintainer and the, the man behind Sparrow Wallet, which is one of the best desktop wallets on the market, fully open source. This is his first public appearance ever in the Bitcoin scene. Thank you, sir. It is an absolute fucking honor that you're up here with us. Thank you. Well, thank you. And then Craig, Craig and I were talking backstage. you comfortable talking
0: about what we were discussing? Sure, go ahead. So there's, there's a path descriptors and wallets and simplifying
2: that? Yeah, so, well, we were just having a quick chat. Um, currently, Bitcoin Core requires, if you want to input your output descriptor into a Bitcoin Core wallet, you've got to get a receive chain output descriptor and a change chain output descriptor. They're different. Um, Andrew Charles actually put forward a multi-path Uh, version of that which allows you to have one descriptor and that's useful because if you're going to stamp it into a steel plate, for example, you've got 99% of them. The uh, the actual data is the same for the received, change chain. So you might as well just have one descriptor which specifies both both chains. Um, So that's a PR that's in Bitcoin Core right right now. Sparrow implements it that way and I'm kind of hoping that Sparrow leads the way on that. to try and uh, maybe get things to move in that direction, but it is as yet an unmerged PR, so hopefully it goes that way. So what does that
1: mean to the end user? It means easier backups essentially?
2: Yeah, so I mean if you have a multi-state, you need to back up all of the public keys, right? You can't just have the seeds and uh, output descriptor is really the most standard way to do that. So, you know, just having one which is easier to put into steel plate, for example, which is, is I think, an important thing.
1: Awesome.
4: Yeah, yeah that's true. If you, even if you have all your seed plate backups, if you don't have those uh, public keys,
2: I guess you couldn't recover the funds, right? Correct. So, I mean, you know, people often think multi sig. if I lose one of my seeds, right. I'm okay. But actually, you do need the other public, public key. keys yeah. to reconstruct that script. Um, so, for that, you know, the output of the script is kind of our standard way to do it.
1: Awesome. we we'll um, give this PR a thumbs up. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Let's get some review, too. Um, what do you want to talk about? Is there any... You want to talk about tokens on Lightning? Yeah, oh, yeah. Matt was making fun of me earlier saying I'm a, I'm a attention whore. No, I called you a cheerleader. <laughs> this is what I called you. <laughs> Why am I a cheerleader? I don't know. You just <laughs> You just made it seem extremely bullish, and I just don't... I think it's very bullish. I think it's cool.
3: So uh, what we're there's,
4: talking about is there's para- a lot of uh, layer two like ways to do tokens on top of Bitcoin, right? Like even back in the day, you had like uh, what was it called? Omni Protocol. Yeah, Omni Protocol. You had um, something party. Uh, Counterparty. Counterparty. There's colored Bitcoin. Then there's like liquid. Now there's Lightning. You can issue shit coins on top of Bitcoin in lots of different ways now, right? Yeah.
1: And I mean, you can also just issue shit coins on top of shit coins and let that be like if people want to use Tether, why does it matter if they use Tron? Like, does anyone really care? Like at the end of the day, you're still trusting the Tether Corporation in the back end. It doesn't really matter what chain it's running on. So why do we care if it's just running on a centralized? Personally, I think it would be cool if it
0: was on Bitcoin rather than a shit coin. That's why I got excited about it. Like you can create these tokens within a taproot transaction and then push it up to the second layer and transact via Lightning. But you brought up something earlier when we were discussing this, when it became apparent that Matt was going to. Uh, shit on me on stage. you uh, <laughs> said it, we should talk about it. Does it? I did. Does it uh, does it create this weird MEV like incentive mechanism on the Lightning Network where you you have these different assets going through lightning nodes and does that mess with the incentives of the node topology?
1: Yeah, I mean I don't I don't really I mean it's just recently launched. We had we had the fortune of having Lalu on stage here yesterday to present on it. Um, and what, it hit, the, it hit the dev mailing list the day before that, I believe. Um, so it's really fresh. So I, I expect people will, you know, look into it. Uh, but, you know, as someone who does run a routing node, run a Lightning routing node, um, and I see that we have a lot of, you know, Lightning's great. Lightning is one of those things where I just go through, like, four-month cycles where I'm bullish and bearish on Lightning. <laughs> um, but I've run a Lightning routing node the whole time, and I continue to use Lightning. But there are things that need to be refined on Lightning. It's an unfinished spec, right? And I don't know if NFTs on Lightning are the thing well, that I get excited NFTs. about.
0: Like, I think stablecoins are interesting. I'm interested in hash rate derivatives. Could they be tokenized? That's
4: my
1: stablecoin.
0: coin. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of
4: um, assets issued on the Liquid network too, and there's this huge divide internally within the Liquid Federation. Should Liquid become this thing that like eats Ethereum and all these other uh, shitcoin blockchains, or should Liquid be a system for cheap and fast Bitcoin payments on a layer two blockchain? Right, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's it's uh, really interesting to see how these layer two networks and, and communities will evolve over time. I mean the, I guess the cons- rough consensus is like, why not both? But it can be a distraction and you get lots of scams. It's, it's, it's really got its trade-offs,
1: right? Yeah. So, I mean, Marty had a specific, uh, when, he, when he was cheerleading Tarot, he had a specific uh, framing, which is that it obsolete shitcoins. It makes every shitcoin obsolete. Yeah. Does it? It could potentially. I don't know. It could potentially. Maybe mm. I was that wouldn't have made the tweet as fire, right? It could potentially man. make it. <laughs> <every tweet, laughs>
2: well, Craig, do you have any thoughts on this? Or is this like yeah, funny? I mean, obviously, I haven't really had a chance to look into it um, in any great detail. But obviously, the one of the bounding qualities of the Lightning Network is the amount of liquidity that's locked up into it. So... If this brings additional liquidity, that yeah. is a good thing. Um, you know, are there going to be other second-order effects? Hard to say at this point. You know, I think it's, it's we're just starting as a community to kind of look at what's being 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 done. I think you know it's 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 interesting, but it's not it's not super interesting in the long term. We obviously have a long-term vision of a Bitcoin-only future. Um, but it may be sort of an interesting diversion on on that yeah. path. Um, I definitely it may think, help us yeah. to get there. Who knows?
1: It's a cool part of the, of their vision. I will say that, as opposed to uh, like Synonyms proposal, where Synonyms proposal essentially has you have to have dedicated Lightning channels for whatever shitcoin you're transferring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then that's a completely separate liquidity. Like they, it's called the Lightning Network, but it's it's not really interoperable with the greater Lightning Network. In this proposal, it is pretty cool that, you know, you could just be running a routing node that only sees sats and doesn't even know um, that that any token is involved and only the edges have to know. So essentially, like if Tether was successful on Lightning, uh, it could create an incentive where there is way more liquidity on the Lightning network because Tether is not on Tron or Solana or whatever bullshit. Um, and those routing nodes in between could end up making way more in fees as a result, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely agree that that is, that is definitely a, a very cool aspect of it. Yeah, it sounds like you're becoming bullish on Terra live on stage. Here. I mean, you're. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be fair. I'm just trying to be fair. Um, I don't think it's going to obsolete shitcoins, though. Yeah.
0: We, uh, we were uh, also reminiscing earlier of Bitcoin 2019 when we did the first yeah. live RHR. On a Bitcoin. picnic table. On a picnic table, Matt had a fresh face. He looked about fifteen years younger, wearing the same shoes. Uh, and it's just crazy to think of. How it's big a different this, how, pair, but it's... how how big this uh, how big this conference has gotten over the last three years, specifically, and obviously, due to the fact that Bitcoin's uh, a very big theme in the world right now. Bitcoin
1: 2019. We were on a picnic table. There was 2,500 people at the conference, maybe even less. Like 2,300 people at the conference. The main stage for that event was probably around this size, maybe a little bit bigger. Definitely the actual stage was bigger, but seat-wise was probably maybe like 60% larger than this. Yeah, like this um, used to be the whole Bitcoin conference, just yeah. this room. <laughs> and then Bitcoin 2020 was canceled uh, because it was happening in California as COVID hit. And then Bitcoin 2021, we were outside in the scorching heat. Yeah, they put O'Leary inside. In front of about 400 people with 13,000 people at the event. And now we're on this nice, beautiful open source stage and air conditioning with probably like 900 to 1,000 people in here. I'll take it. And we've got got a live performer after, too. (laughs) Uh,
0: We love you, freaks. We do love you, freaks. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you had Odell Beckham, Serena Williams, and Aaron Rodgers opening the day.
1: Do you know, uh, did I tell you that uh, CNBC reached out to do an interview with me here? And they kept asking for my PR person. I was like, I'm just a humble Bitcoiner. Like, I don't have a PR person. <laughs> <laughs> we like planned the whole thing out and they thought they were booking Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Secondary Odell and Bitcoin. It's amazing uh, how quick that happens. That's incredible. Ugh. Let's <laughs> fucking go.
0: So, with all this attention coming to Bitcoin, obviously this conference, 25,000 people here, I'd like to hear your thoughts, Wiz and Craig, like in term, at the protocol level and the the network level in terms of decentralization and usability, how, what do you guys think the state of Bitcoin is as a network right now?
4: State of Bitcoin? Big question. That's a good question, huh?
0: Um,
4: I don't know. I mean, the community is very strong. But there, there's also like this... Um, mix, it's it's like a Venn diagram or something where you've got the Bitcoin, the hardcore Bitcoiners, which are probably in this room, and then you've got the crypto people, and then you've got just the total shitcoin scams, right? And it's it, it's like, obviously, those circles are not the same size, right? As you just described by the size of the, comparing the different size of the stages or whatever. And, and even around this uh, conference, there's like satellite conference, like shitcoin or something. I think Solana's doing something here. Yeah, it's, it's just, um, yeah, it's, the community is is evolving, I guess. It's very mainstream. But the real Bitcoin community, the core hardcore Bitcoin, they're all here, like in this room, I
2: feel, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah I have to agree with Wiz. Um, I wander around uh, and I feel that the Bitcoin conference is here in this hall. Um, yeah, It's kind of not really happening out there. I mean, that's not may- maybe fair because I haven't spent that much time, 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 time out there and I'm sure they are interesting talks, um, but certainly what we've had here, thanks to Matt, has been some really great talks. Over it was
1: definitely year. not just me. There was a massive team that helped me. Sure. Couldn't have done it without them. Um, I mean, I behoove all of you an hour after this I think it's 4 p.m. to go to the main stage because Mauler's has got a fucking insane announcement. So, <laughs> um. Matt hasn't even told me yet, so it must be pretty big. Uh, Lip sealed.
0: Yeah. The, um, yeah, I just came back. The, the, the mining stage, Steve Barber, uh, Wit from Compass, uh, Bob, uh, and a gentleman, Ryan, I believe, from Titan with AJ had like a further
1: decentralizing mining talk. The mining stage is awesome, right? I mean, I, I've been stuck here and I love it, uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, I've, I've looked all over that agenda, the agenda for the mining stage for today and tomorrow. Um, I mean, like historically, like industry days are always very suit heavy, uh-huh. you know? And this year was the exception because we did highly technical open source conversations here. So that was the rarity in terms of how they set up this conference usually. But the GA days on the mining stage are pretty, pretty awesome. What was your fa- How many talks did you watch? What was your favorite? Uh, I must admit,
0: this is my second talk. So the, the last one I saw was my favorite. But it, I think it's an important discussion, like decentralizing mining. Obviously, uh, in the mining industry, it's always top of mind. You're seeing this massive migration of hash rates to the US and even more specifically to Texas, a lot of massive on-grid uh operations that are just inherently centralized you have people building 500 megawatt uh, facilities that that are very out in the open uh and i think what steve is doing with upstream and the black box to get more individuals mining and his framing with the black is it may not be as profitable but people really want it because they want privacy there's this there's this push for privacy downstream in the energy sector um, from from individual Bitcoin miners. Upstream gets much more efficient, obviously, because they're closer to the lowest cost power. But downstream is being hardened because people want KYC-free Bitcoin. I think that's a really cool move. That's an
4: interesting uh, comparison between like the mining stage and open source stage. Open source can just be like a few shadowy super coders, you know, hacking away on GitHub. You, don't, you have no idea what their real name is, but to do mining, especially these days, it's extremely capital intensive, and
1: you, know, you need to wear a suit to raise that kind of capital, right? I don't wear suits. Well, know, so we have, so I guess both me and Marty are gonna be on the mining stage tomorrow separately. Are you gonna wear a suit? Um, <laughs> and so Marty's, Marty's talk is titled, is ESG an attack on Bitcoin? Now, obviously, Marty doesn't think ESG is an attack on Bitcoin. <laughs> but, so it should be a very interesting conversation. Yeah, I will. We'll talk about that tomorrow. And and I'm doing a KYC free home mining with Econo Alchemist and Diverter. Um So there's a lot of good conversations this year uh, that I'm excited about. And I, I mean, I, look, at the end of the day, there's just so much. There's so much content that yeah, you, you have to watch them after the fact. Yeah. Um. So you like catch them all. Yeah, I
0: did catch a clip of Dave Portnoy talking shit on me. That
1: um, so was <laughs> But Port
0: Portnoy, he was talking shit about you. Yeah. Funny though, I actually texted him after, um, trying to convince him to get Barstool's podcast on Podcasting 2.0. I mean, that seems obvious. Yeah, I think that would be massive, not only for <laughs> Podcasting 2.0, but like having somebody like Barstool. What did Pornoy say about you? He's, uh, was he on he stage? He said I was shady when I worked at Barstool.
1: While he was on- <laughs> I was sneaking into the studios late at night. And- While he was on state, stage? Well, the first time I recorded with Marty was in Barstool's merch closet. With uh, T-shirts all around us. Yeah, we literally. And a yeah. bottle of McAllen.
0: The first, what was that? That was like episode 29 of the interview series. Yeah, Marty
1: was like, oh, come over to the Barstool studio. Like, this is where I record. I was like, oh, I was going to be the most baller podcast studio ever. I'm just like <laughs> sitting in a fucking glass box with fucking
0: T-shirts Virgil. all
1: around me. Hey, humble beginnings, man. I had a lot of T-shirts. Yeah. Um. So we have, yeah, we'll keep 15 21 minutes. minutes. We we'll keep 15 there. minutes for Q&A. Um, what is... Uh, I got something. If you
0: can't think of anything, you look like you're digging for something in there.
1: Well, that's why I was looking at my phone earlier. Like, is there anything interesting? But if you have something... Well, uh, I wasn't able to dig too far into it, but
0: Blockstream and Breeze announced... Oh, that's cool. The green light integration. Yeah. What uh, You seem to know more about it than I do. What's going on? Uh, so I
1: was talking to Roy about it. Roy's here from Breeze. He's absolutely awesome. Um... So, first of all, it's like a, it's just an announcement of their plans to do it. Um, But right now with Breeze, you essentially are running a lightning node on your phone, directly on your phone. And if anyone's used Breeze for podcasting 2.0, like your phone gets really hot because it's like, it's legitimately running a a lightning node on your phone. Um, And it also means that all of their different apps within Breeze, whether that's the actual wallet, or whether that's podcasting, or whether that's their point of sale, and he wants to add video streaming, and he wants to add all these different things, they all need to be in the same app because they need the Lightning node. Now, Greenlight is cool because it's an on-demand cloud node that Blockstream, it's a a service that Blockstream runs, and it's trust minimized because the actual keys are on your phone, uh, they're not on the server. Now, there's obviously some trust still in Blockstream. Um, Obviously, the main one is that they actually are up, but also they provide a watchtower service for you because when your node's offline, someone can try and broadcast a bad state and steal your Lightning funds, right? So there's a little bit of trust in Blockstream, but if they're not like your channel partner, they shouldn't be able to take your funds. And all these Lightning wallets on your phone, they're not trustless. There's always... First of all, it's very hard for anything to be trustless, but they're all like trust minimized, taking different trade off balances. Like even with Breeze, with Breeze, your phone goes all- offline. You know, your main channel's open with Breeze. You know, they're the only liquidity provider. There's some trust there in Breeze. Now in this setup, it's, it's really interesting because, um, you yeah, you have the keys on your phone. Greenlight is the node. And then he can have all these different Breeze apps that can all connect back to that node and separate them out. So you don't have one big bloated app um, that does all the things. That's modular. Yeah. And I guess like this is the first major partner with Greenlight that I know of. That's pretty cool. And it also means more C-Lightning usage, core Lightning usage. (laughs) Do you want to talk about that? Did we talk about that last week? We did talk about it last week. We thought it was an April Fool's joke. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... We had Christian Decker up here and he kept kept calling it C-Lightning by accident.
0: The, uh, I mean, we talked about it last week. Yeah, we did. We already talked about it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> the lightning flame wars are interesting, the implementation wars. What are you, do you have any thoughts? Yeah,
4: the, 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 the green light logo is yellow. What's up with that?
1: That just, <laughs> that just uh, irks me so hard. That's confusing. Right? Yeah. Well, I guess everyone's scared of, you know, making a green bee because of bee cash. There's <laughs> one right behind your head over there. That's a square, that's a square, (laughs) so it's like a little bit different, yeah. 100%, yeah, I think Bcash. is, who was here when Bcash happened, when the fork happened? Yeah, see, for a lot of people, Bcash just does not even exist. Good. There's no reason to. uh... (laughs) (laughs) So you think they should call it Yellow Light? Or should they change the color to logo? (laughs) I'm not the marketing person, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. I was actually reminiscing with Harry Sudek about that too. Like when we first met in 2017, like all the topic was about the fork wars, and it's crazy again to think how far we've come from that. Um, it was an
4: important part of Bitcoin history, though, right? Yeah. Kind of like uh, Mount Gox going bankrupt, or or the block size wars, whatever you want to call it. It proved that Bitcoin is resilient, and it just
2: got stronger afterwards. So, yeah. Know, and- it sort of needed to happen at some point, right? To prove that Bitcoin could overcome that. That's true. Tax. Yeah,
4: like even five, six years ago, it wasn't, um, maybe this is something we take for granted now. Now we kind of accept that Bitcoin works extremely reliably. But back then it was much more uh, maybe experimental or we didn't have as much confidence maybe. It was, it was more of uh, something to play around with. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you've got billionaires just going
0: all in. Yeah. And then you have other billionaires who want to change the code. <laughs> Hashtag change the code. <laughs> They're going to change the code. Anybody can change the code. Just getting people to run it, that's going to be hard. Um, well, Greenpeace can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> they love it. Real Bitcoiners in here.
0: <laughs> um, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I, 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 had, I, I lost a thought that just came back to me, piggybacking on this. Fork wars were over. How to uh, scale Bitcoin, particularly at the block size level? Bcash wanted to arbitrarily just double the block size, and other people thought SegWit would be a more uh, advantageous way to to increase the block weight and make it some more transactions.
1: <laughs> oh, there he is.
3: Okay. Do you
1: have a handheld?
3: Sorry, I'm dressed like Fiat today, so. Uh, Steve, <laughs> Do you go get a handle
1: Mike?
0: Steve, go get a mic.
1: Stick your head Behind in there it. and ask them for a handle. Tell them it's um, The Benz are here, and. We're not. <laughs> <But laughs> the Benz are here. That's uh, I got
0: in a bit of a discussion this week We're about. We're under attack. Is there, um. Benz. <laughs> Benz wow. always, oh no. I can't see any. They brought a gaggle. There's a gaggle of Benz. <laughs> get out of
3: here
0: <laughs> get out no. of here yes. there we go Steve don't bring that sign up here
3: no my, my little boy is six months his name is Ben uh, okay, that's fair I stand with Ben's baby
0: <laughs> did you get uh, did you get mobbed after your mining panel that's what I assumed
3: I did, yeah. A lot of uh a lot of noobs came up to me. So I'd explain Bitcoin from scratch. So
0: what uh what are your thoughts of this event? How's
3: it going for you? I think it's been great. I uh came in a bit late, but uh a few NFT shills came up to me, but they're you know, they're nice people. Um <laughs> Marty loves NFTs though, and he just wants them I, I, I have no opinion on them. Like I'm not I'm sort of like neutral, but uh mining is good. Like this year is uh it's nice to see like like excitement around mining so i think uh the conference guys have done an amazing job with that so i love and love them what i'm seeing out there in the booth section do you want to tell the freaks about our special offer (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm uh, I'm shilling our black boxes uh if you guys haven't seen them they're uh mining out in the conference with a couple s9s so yeah um you want to tell them
1: what a black box is
3: yeah black box uh it converts your KYC Bitcoin to non-KYC Bitcoin uh, in the comfort payment? of your home. It turns you into your own personal non-KYC exchange. Uh, it burns your fiat and makes beautiful Bitcoins. So every single one of you, every single one of you should get one. Um, although uh, I know it's expensive, so I put out the plan on how to build your own. So. Woo! You can just take a single sheet of plywood, cut it in the sections that I drew up, and build one, and run an S9 off 120 volt in your garage, or wherever, and you'll get the sound kill, you'll get all the, you, 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 get, you get to be on the black market, uh, like a true Bitcoiner, so go do that. That's why it's called the Black Box. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and the, oh, sorry, and, and, the, and I, I <laughs> there is a promo... Uh, if you go to our web store and <laughs> type in freaks uh, as a coupon code, you get a further discount off bundles. So, it's so a little bit extra off. It's a promo on right now, so. Freaks. Uh, Steve was in Texas
0: last week. Big recruiting trip. When are you moving?
3: It was a bit of a exploratory trip, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of action in Texas. Uh, I'm stuck up in Canada. Uh, I don't know how I got here. I guess it's a different story, but uh, Canada is uh, not great for business right now. So we were checking out Texas for the oil and gas Bitcoin mining stuff. Uh, What about Nashville? Uh, So uh, I wanna go to Nashville. Um, I met Peter McCormack last night and he invited me there. So I might go in August. And actually I heard Nashville's rocking Uh, You guys do a good job at your meetups. Yeah, they're awesome. And Tom Asario, one of my favorite guys at Bitcoin. Yeah, boy. fucking awesome. He lives in Tennessee now. And from what I see, it's just a glorious place. Yeah, it is a
4: glorious place. uh... Well, lots of people are moving there, right? I mean, you got already like the Bitcoin Magazine offices headquartered there. Mm -hmm. And uh, not to dox anybody else who's living there, but a lot of cool Bitcoiners uh,
0: apparently are moving there. Yeah, but all the cooler Bitcoiners are in Austin. So, <laughs>
3: uh,
1: I'm kidding. People uh, think this conference is bad. Wait for your WeF conference that's coming to town. Uh, is that a consensus? WeF plus CoinDesk consensus? Yeah. Talk about being tone deaf.
3: WeF and CoinDesk.
1: Yeah, World, Ec- World Economic Forum. Have you heard of them? <laughs> yeah.
3: the- Who is Klaus?
1: Nobody knows.
0: <laughs> he's got he's a, he's a shady character
3: is he the emperor or is he the is he the sith or the is he the apprentice I think he's a puppet. like we don't know that's the, that's the only question
0: we don't have to get into that though we've got 10 minutes and 30 seconds left we usually open it up to q a at the end here there's a lot of people if any of you guys have any questions do we have any mics to hand out or are we just standing up and screaming man uh
1: <laughs> no wonder the bens are here we it's a, I don't have them on. Why don't you just read the shout-out you put in there? Yeah, Ben did-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Actually, yeah, I had to reach out to two freaks and tell, they dm me after. We usually don't do the shout-outs of the live show. It's just, it's not, a, not enough time. What's the most underestimated announcement this week? Underestimated announcement this week. M- what is the most underestimated announcement? It hasn't been made yet. Um, <laughs> Are you announcing good- the announcement now? Matt just did. The uh, what? What is the most underrated announcement?
3: I don't know. Maulers.
0: <laughs>
3: Matt's hinting here. Uh did you guys talk about the Cash App. I thought that was pretty cool. A lot of easier onboarding, easier user experience. Seemed like some good stuff. And lightning deposits, right? Yeah, the dual, like make it easier to, to pay. I mean we we've been talking
0: about this a lot, but I actually had a conversation with Danny who's working on the Cash App wallet and it's it's it, really cool just how much they've simplified the ux of pointing uh your your camera at a qr code it doesn't know if it's a fiat qr code and on chain or a lightning code and it just works it picks up whatever it is and sends what it needs to um let's give a shout out to the cash app for really pushing the ux barriers around
1: bitcoin usage yeah i mean yeah. miles was great up there he fucking killed it yeah with, with absolute legend <laughs> disclaimer they used to be a sponsor they're okay. a sponsor of the stage
0: and the yeah. stage <laughs> yeah um underestimate yeah i mean
1: i was hope maybe aaron Rodgers and stack Sats. that's boss how does that make you feel it's two years since stacks stack Sats first came out now it's just whatever just everyone stacks we're, Sats we're gonna move to bits though dude we're moving out yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit coins are obsolete and we're moving to bits.
0: I was expecting, I was expecting another nation state to announce here. So maybe not an
1: underestimate. Well, Samson had like an overestimated announcement. <laughs> 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 what was it? I, I mean, it was just a, uh, it's like an island, like a little island off of Honduras. Yeah. Prospera. Right. Prospera. Yeah. But like everyone thought that was going to be a whole country i think we need more whole countries i think el salvador is out on a proverbial island we're used to whole countries now you
3: know yeah. <laughs> it starts with islands man it starts, it starts with, with islands, islands. Grows from there
1: fair enough fair enough
0: i mean i would love for like the us or canada to just come out and be like we're not going to do anything um run free with bitcoin use it as you please which is who was i talking about this with
1: i was mark moss
0: uh, i was talking about it with mark moss yesterday like that's the way it should be like we shouldn't have to wait for permission from the government to use Bitcoin, the way we want to, like it's the way America, the ideals it was founded
3: on. I like think we should just be able to do it freely. It doesn't strike me as organic to expect countries to like states, like governments, to adopt it. It Doesn't seem yeah. Like the incentives the right and game approach. theory
0: is not exactly
4: yeah
3: exactly.
0: Uh, you don't yeah. You don't want whole nation states adopting. You just want their citizens to be, feel comfortable adopting and use it as they, they want to.
3: Especially if they have a money yeah. printing
4: machine. I guess it was kind of a no-brainer for El Salvador, though, right? Because they were using the U.S. dollar. They didn't
1: even have their own currency. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and
4: then the Federal Reserve is just printing out that trillions of dollars of money, and they're getting inflated and no benefits at all. So it's like a very easy decision for them, right? But most other countries that are printing their own currency, it's against their interest it's to like adopt slaughtering it. slaughtering their own golden goose in a way. Right. Yeah. So I guess for El Salvador, they already that, that their golden goose already... Uh, got slaughtered internally before that, so it was a lot easier for them. Do you have any thoughts on this, Craig?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think, you know, I think they're certainly early for their time. I don't think we expect any other countries to announce, uh, certainly in the next few days. And there are a lot of downsides when a country does this, right? There's a lot of custodial wallets, there's a lot of, um, you know, kind of implementation issues. Of trying to build this in on a wider societal level. Um, So, as you were saying, Marty, it's almost better in a way that we have this kind of organic growth where it takes time, yes, but by the time that a government eventually says, you know, we're going to use this thing, well, a lot of people are already using it, but using it in the right way, or at least able to tell their friends and family, this is how you should do it. Don't just use the government's wallet, but, Mm -hmm. you know, use your own, own, own wallet. And I think that that's you know, so that's gonna happen anyway. So I'm, I'm, I'm not too fussed at the rate of country adoption because as you say, I think it's happening anyway.
1: Yeah. yeah. Raise your hands if you've been to the Bitcoin bazaar in, uh, in the conference. Okay. Uh, raise your hand if you spent Bitcoin in the Miami area. That's pretty awesome. Like I love that we have both the circular economy here. I love that we have every, every, everywhere around this conference you can pay with lightning. And a bunch of different companies and groups of people have been onboarding businesses in the, in the surrounding area. I mean, we were at a bar last night that was onboarded that accepted Bitcoin.
0: Dude, it was crazy. Uh, my flight from Austin yesterday, I came in, and there was a few of the Unchained guys on the flight as well, and Tyler, who created the intro to our podcast, was going to a hotel right down the street. So we hopped in an Uber, we shared an Uber, and then somebody uh, what, was coming to the prior? conference, like, was yeah. like, are you guys going to South Beach? This is probably not what you should do if you're a Bitcoiner. He was like, can I hop in the Uber with you? We are like, yeah, hop in. And he like we like split the, uh, he was like, I'll pay you over strike. I was like, yeah, here's a lightning invoice. And then like, he paid me in the Uber. It's like, as soon as I landed, I ran into a Bitcoiner and was willing to like pay me in sats to split an Uber. It was pretty cool. I, yeah, think I like, have, the, I have yeah. the opposite strategy. When the Uber driver asks
4: me
1: if I'm the Bitcoin, I'm like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Bytecoin? That's a, you shill him a shitcoin just so you, for good offset purposes. I I don't own any Bitcoin Tron is the future, and he just yeah. doesn't do anything to you.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool to see. Pretty shout out to like Ibex and Oshi have been going. Oshi's
1: Michael from Oshi just fucking never stops. Yeah, he never stops. Ibex is onboarded forty merchants. I mean, Ibex and Oshi also work together, um, so it's very complementary. I mean, one of the most bullish fundamentals of this year period is I really feel like there's starting to be real momentum on a proper Bitcoin circular economy. And I'm being cautious about it because there were false starts in the past. I mean, uh, yeah, it was a big meme in like 2013,
0: 2014. Hey, what about BitPay adoption. adding Lightning? Do we care? No, too late. Nicholas and the BTC paid server team obsoleted them, so it's funny.
4: Do you
1: have to do KYC before you send them Lightning do stuff? You, do, is, it, is it like a threshold? I've never spent to a BitPay merchant. Well, they don't even give you like a QR code, do they? They
4: make you, I mean, they don't give you like a Bitcoin address to pay. Do they give you like a lightning? Invoice? I don't
1: know. I have no idea. Yeah. Who cares? Is anybody yeah. using BitPay? <laughs> I think a lot of people are, right? Use BTC pay sir. Raise your hand if you use BitPay at your business. <laughs>
0: Zero. Zero hands. <laughs> Somebody's pointing at somebody over there. It's like a pretty, da- it's a pretty, <laughs> do da-
1: <be> Shame. Da- <laughs> it's kind of a mean, <laughs> it's kind of a mean question. Uh, raise yeah. your hand if you've if you spent at a BitPay merchant in the last year. It's a few hands. Um, did they just give you an invoice?
4: Bit
1: uh, <laughs> ninety. Got it. So he's saying it's it depends on the merchant. Some just give you a Bitcoin address. Oh. Still, ca- still catching up. But
4: there's here, other though. merchants that just use uh, BTC Pay Server, like,
1: uh, you know, to book your your flights or hotel. There's so many places you can go now. 100%. So, guys, um, I mean, we have two minutes left. I think we should probably end it with final thoughts. But before we do, before you all like jump out of your seats and stuff, we have a ride or die freak here who's going to perform for us, Captain Youth, in two minutes after we do our final thoughts. So, um, I'm very excited about that and uh, looking forward to that. So, Craig, you want to start with final thoughts? Sure. So,
2: I mean, uh, great to be here. And, um, you know, I just really am inspired by the number of people that I've met and um, the feedback that I've got. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's great to see in person the kind of passion um, that people have I'm living in you know, one corner of continents in the world where Bitcoin is not um, a general topic, let's say. Um, and coming out here, you can really experience the kind of passion and enthusiasm that people have having the space, and that gives me energy to do what I do. So, yeah, um, it's been great to be here so far.
1: Thanks, Craig. Where's final thoughts? Yeah, I
4: mean, it's been uh, Miami's been great so far. We started off with the beef steak, and that was amazing. Uh,
1: beef steak's always special. Who, who went to the beef steak? Yeah, Marty, why okay. isn't your hand I, up? I, 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 That's. That's the best. That's I, the had best I had a very pregnant wife. I tweeted. I had beefsteak FOMO. Ah, uh, poor FOMO. Yeah. Well, you were missed. Everyone that was asking me about you. I had to answer that question like a hundred times. <laughs> Thank you for missing me, freaks.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, beefsteak was awesome, and um, you know this open source stage was awesome. Like every talk is. These are. This is the signal, right? These are the people that I want to uh, listen what? to and hang out with. I don't know what's going on in the other rooms. Uh, yeah, I sure. Paying attention, but. Yeah,
3: Steve. Well, I'm happy to be up here. I I listen to you guys, I do a lot of driving in Canada, from Calgary to Lloyd to Oil Wells, whatnot. not listen to you guys all the time. So appreciate having me up here. Me and Marty were shooting guns on a Texas ranch the other day, it
2: was epic.
3: Illegal guns that we wouldn't build, not US illegal, but Canadian illegal. So it was a special experience. Steve
0: had a cathartic experience on the gun range on Sunday. I've got a picture of him, he's got the biggest shit eating grin on his face.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fn scar man, oh my god! Uh, there's a guns and Bitcoin conference coming up. I don't know, you guys going to that? Guns, guns and Bitcoin?
1: I I kind yeah, I want to. Yeah, I'm speaking at that um, in a few days. Oh, awesome! Yeah. It's down here in Miami, right? I mean, they're great dudes over there. Yeah. Do yeah, you have any? Fi- oh yeah, that's Can it. Continue. That's it for me. Why don't you go first with final thought? And whatever, what are you? I wasn't going to do final thoughts, but we've been working with the Bitcoin company um and we've turned that honey badger or they've turned that honey badger that we used to have on our t-shirts before marty nuked the store because he was scared we were going to be ledger hacked um and proceeds are going to open sats them and us it's a, it's a three-way split yeah shout out to my uh, So it's pretty dope this is the first time i've ever seen it in person shout out to my roommate braden out of college she made that design And shout out to Max, who made this 3D print. It came out great, dude. I know you just walked up on stage and I had a hot mic, but it came out fantastic. Final thoughts? We're gonna win. We're gonna win, let's fucking go. Thank you, freaks. Here comes Captain
5: Youth. The parallel paradox. Call it the Doxalil. (laughs) Waking up, I checked the price of Bitcoin. Scrolling on down through the shit coins Hot damn, I'm up 20 bands Lessons once again like Ooh, 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 My counts at an all time high Went big bull are make bearers die Eat milky bars, so the price is going fly away Today, today, I pray Got my bags packed, oh you wish you had that Try to tell the normies they ain't listen Now oh, they sat, sad. sad. TC, Lil' Bro E, G R T I've been telling y'all to grab that. Bought link, I ain't even do no research. Carry round bags so heavy that my knees hurt. Please, sir, this is for my family. I've been buying daily for prosperity. Okay, you got your suicide stack, all in Bitcoin, I don't need no cash Fuck cuck bucks, they suck, I don't wanna pay stub You can keep the cash, I'ma stack until that day come Lambo, moonshot, I believe since day one Elon finna pump this shit to Mars, no need to say none If you been on the sidelines, homo and it's my time Dumping on you fast, here hold my bags and watch them decline I check the price of Bitcoin Scrolling on down through the shit coins. Hot damn, I'm up 20 bands. Lessons once again. Like ooh, 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 ooh. My account's at an all-time high. When big bull taught and bearers die Milky bars, so the price is gon' fly away. Day, day, I pray Shout out all the homies who just stack and stack Marty Bent, Matt O'Dell, Mr. Swan and Max Every fellow OG, RMCT, Loom Dart, R&R, Loops, and Kobe If you don't know me, this is wrong hands only Have fun staying poor if you capitulate, homie I could never do that, hardly ever go flat the Small team won't be and if a ham cat, I'm long with a whole stack I'm giga brain bull chat Okay, here's what happened before the IRS met I went full bull tart and the bad rest died It sounds tall tales, but it's no lie See, I lost all my money in the exchange hack and a boating accident that happened after that Plus I'm down a couple racks from when I bought Zcash It's okay, I'll write it off, whatever helps the tax, yeah up, I check the price of Bitcoin Scrolling on down through the shit coins Hot damn, another 20 bands Lessons once again like ooh, 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 ooh My account's sat an all-time high Went big bull tar, make bearers die Eat milky bar, so the price went and flew away That was yesterday